start combing my hair like Nick Foles. <laughs> Everyone, Dave and Jeff, it is November 16th, what? 2020. I had to figure out, I almost said October. November 16th, 2020, because it was a month ago today that the Lakers won the championship. Well, it was three days ago that you turned 50. I know, how about How that? you feeling? You know what? I was holding on forever into the 40s. You know, people yeah. would, people would sit there and, and uh, would take shots at me on Twitter, this and that. And I was Son like, dude, bitches. I'm still in my 40s. I wouldn't say where I was. You did like a week ago. Yes. Like eight days ago. You yeah. said the same thing, right, which sure I did. loved. You're like, fucking drag it out. Yeah, it was completely dragging it out. So, yeah, it's, as you said, it's not one of those where you go, oh, it's uh, it's a big damn deal. I did have a funny, the, the funniest one, I had two funny things happen. A buddy of mine from high school, like my closest friend in high school, who mm-hmm. turned 50 in August, writes to me, hey, man, you got one more year and then you're 50. And I was like, no, dude, I'm 50 today. Yeah. And he said, you're 50 today. I thought you were 50 next year. I could, we graduated, you know, same year. Right. And he's like, <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. It fucking sucks from here. And I said, really? He goes, it's terrible. And I, said, I was like, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? And he scared the shit out of me. And then Josh wrote me a card because he heard the show. Yeah. He writes me a card. Happy birthday. If you die in the spring, I'm going to be really pissed. That's Nice. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was, that was the card. So um, it, was, it, was, it was a really good day. And, and this mm-hmm. is, I mean, before we'll get into what happened, but Friday was my birthday. Mike Costa's birthday the same day. Where was he on Facebook? He didn't jump on. He ended it. Your son asked me to Costa go on your Facebook and start ripping everybody. I go, you know what? This year he didn't do it. Um, but I, I went to, uh, w- was here with my wife and my son at home. And then we went up to Encinitas, saw my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law. and uh, Nice. Which is great. Uh, COVID, you aren't doing a lot of things. As I told you last week, my goal was to go to New York in September before yep. COVID. But my brother-in-law got me, honestly, the, the coolest thing. And um, I, mean, I got a lot of great gifts, but the coolest thing, I don't know if you saw it when you walked in. Can you see it? Oh, damn, dude. So uh, what it is. It, oh, that's beautiful. It's um, it's basically a frame jersey. It's a, it's a box with everything that Jake played with. So it's there's not only the trophies in there and pictures with Casey Schmidt and Julian Escobedo. Oh, and wow. Even his sunglasses are in there and his hat. And completely took my breath away. I mean, he must have spent dude eight hundred bucks on that thing. Beautiful and, man. And so it's a, it's a shadow box that uh, was extremely uh, meaningful to me, obviously. And uh, as soon as I saw it, I couldn't believe. It. And then Julian walked in here, and he fell apart looking at it too. Going, yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh. But anyway, that was that was really cool. Uh, and Josh helped put that together and stuff with my my brother in law. But that was awesome. We had we had lunch on the beach. In, nice. uh, in Cardiff, right in your old stomping grounds. Josh said to me, we're in the area where Jeff always talks about. I go, we are, right? Right there. Right we always talk about. So it was uh, it was a great time. It was really a great time. And then you guys completely surprised me on Saturday. Uh, it was great because um, Christy Lozier, yep. Brian Lozier, who are fantastic, Rita, <clears throat> Josh, Shannon, bunch of bunch of people had started putting this party together for your fiftieth, so it was really great. And what was cool, like a bunch of different things, like I was dying because the whole deal was surprise party for Dave. Yeah. So the invitation shows up uh, like three weeks ago. Who who sent you an invitation? Like how did this? Christy. Okay, so I have no idea any of this is organized. So, yeah, so Christy sends it, but this is what was really funny. So the cool thing that came together is uh, 
like we know it's all there and don't say anything. And so I didn't even text Dave on his birthday because no. I was so afraid of saying something like, hey, see you tomorrow. And the other thing is, too, I wanted it to be a little part of like, just make it like I put something on social media. Yeah. But I was kind of thinking in my mind, I'm like, okay, if we just kind of like, if I don't even acknowledge it or do whatever, because then I'm going to be like, so what are you doing today? Knowing that tomorrow, and I didn't want to do anything that put up a red flag. So I'm just like, fuck it. I'm going to see him tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be great. You know what? I tell you what, I was, the way I looked at it was the way I kind of did with you. Because on your birthday, you had plans with your boys. And I didn't want to interrupt the time with your sons. Exactly. So I was like, I see you all the time. and, And I send you a message, but I didn't. I'm always so afraid of messing up a moment. Exactly. So you know, what if he's doing something great with his boys right now, but it feels like he has to go to the phone because of me? I The only reason I didn't text you was I was so afraid that I'd be like, well, I'll see you tomorrow, and the goddamn movie's going to be great. Wait till you see it. And then everybody just kicks me right in the nuts when I come in. So so we put this party together. Christy Lozier put this party together at Dave's friend Shannon's house, and the idea was tell Dave it's a party for Shannon, and then we'll be there. Yeah. And uh, so they sent me the invite, and then I got a call from Josh and Christy, and they said, hey, we're putting this video together, but we need a few people to round it out. Can you help me out? So I said, yes. Yeah. So Dave, I literally just started going down my phone and started thinking, okay, who do we need on here? So Alan Horton. That was awesome. Brian Heap. By the way, I do not have Brian Heap's phone number. Well, I'll, I you, wrote to Brian Heap and I thanked him, and the guy yeah. wrote back, "Thanks, Brain." Thanks, <laughs> and I and I was like, "What?" And then he goes, "I'm not Brain." He writes back to me, and I was like, "Well, this is Brian's old number from 20 years ago, probably." Well, and and Brian Heap uh, was our update guy, at KFMB. Yeah, he's now a news anchor. Yeah, um, Costa, where you go, fuck, this was great. Uh, Mike Pomeranz, Mark Grant, Jim Bettencourt. Jim Bettencourt was nails. Um, Stevie Woods, Paul, yep. uh, Paul Vaden was outstanding. Katie Temple. Katie Temple was great. And I'm telling you, and I, it's in my head, I'm convinced I sent one to Glenn Geffner. So, Geff, if you got it and you just couldn't participate, it's fine. Yeah. But if for any reason I miss Geffner, God, I feel like a moron. So, if I did, Glenn, it wasn't intentional. But then this was the best part. So then there were really, with all those people, uh, Crystal, Dreifer, right? Yes. A few people like that. That was awesome. But there were two that I had to get. I knew I had to get two. I had to get Nicole Eggert. That and blew I, me away. So I got to Nicole on, uh, and I was texting with her or going back and forth. And she immediately was like, I'm in the whole way. Wow. And then I had to get to Lisa. I got to Lisa, and she jumped in immediately and was great. But uh, I didn't realize, Dave, when the video starts playing, like I saw it, and my thinking was it's all for people that are not there. Yeah. That's what I thought. Like, hey, we're here to tell you happy birthday. And then uh, I start seeing people. I'm like, well, he's here, yeah, <laughs> and he's here. Oh, that's weird. He's here, and he's here. My kids are like, nice job, Dad. <laughs> Nice job. We were supposed to do one. They're just heckling me, right? That's funny. And then, uh, so then Nicole Eggert shows shows up. Josh Palais did an amazing job because, ironically, it's 42 people wishing you a happy birthday on yeah. this video, and it's so fun. But your buddy Bill, unbeknownst to anybody, makes a joke about Nicole Eggert. 
Dude, that, that was really crazy, too. He's the guy I've ripped on this show a million times for being dumb enough that he didn't understand if I put the poster higher or lower how tall she was. <laughs> and I was like, th- you think this guy, guy. smoked so much weed, he literally walked in and goes, man, she's a lot taller than I thought. I was like, fu- you're a dipshit. A fucking guy's a legend. But he mentions Nicole Eggert, yeah. and everybody's kind of like, ha, ah, Nicole, Nicole, and boom, then she's the next person. Wow. And Dave looks to me and goes... Can you believe she's in here? I go, who the fuck do you think got her? You fucking knucklehead. You think Lozier got her? Yes, I can't believe she's in here. Um, I think I said, holy shit. I was, it was great. I was shocked. Completely shocked by that. Okay, now this is the best part. Okay. And I've told this to 25 people. Dave's wife has no idea who Lisa Ann is. Not at all. Only knows her as a radio friend. Yeah. So Rita has had a couple of glasses of wine and God bless all you guys for finally having a night where you could just blow some steam off and laugh. My God, did your family need it? And it was so fun to be a part of after the last couple of years. It's just yeah. been so tough. That's so the first time I've seen my wife dance. It was awesome. Yeah. But as I love to do, I love rattling Rita's cage. So Lisa's on the video. And Rita looks at me and she goes, well, she's a bodacious thing. And I said, hey, Rita, come on. I thought we've gotten past that as a society. I go, come on. That's who we want to be with everything going on in the world. And she stops and she stares at me and she's like, you know, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm like, like, yeah. I mean, dude, look at her on Bang Bus or or when she. fucking idea. Right. So I I texted Lisa that, and I'm like, hey, your video, because there was yeah. a guy that played baseball for you when Nicole Ager pops up, and he's like, if Lisa Ann's not on this video, I'm going home. And I <laughs> laughed and laughed and laughed. And uh, But it was just great. And for everybody that sent the videos in, Christy Lozier booked Disappointing Joseph. Yeah, who had put, said the same thing. And those fucking guys were great. But Dave, I was just, yes. To see Rita dancing, to see you able to smile and to laugh for your birthday, to see Josh having fun, to see all the people there to embrace you and pick you up. It was outstanding, man. And and for Christy and Shannon and Rita and Josh and everybody who put it together, Sean Walcheff and his family were there. Just it was a fantastic night, man. I tell you, we were so thrilled to be a part of it. It was was great. I was so happy that you brought the boys, because I don't see the boys. Yeah. You know, they love Rita loves seeing the boys. And so Dude, it, it was great. I mean, Jeff's Jeff's right. Uh, you guys know, listen to the show. It's been terrible the last couple of years. So, yeah. the, honestly, the people that, that were there that can make it, and I know there's some people that wasn't for COVID would have been there as sure. well. But the people there are, are, and just like so many people in this audience, man, you guys have picked me up. And, I mean, literally I said to my wife on Thursday, I said, can you see the sadness on my face all the time? That's because yeah. I, I, you feel it on the inside, but you don't want, other pe- you don't want to make other people feel bad. Sure. And so uh, she goes, can you see it on my face? And I said, I can see it on your face. And she said, I think we try and do the best we can to try and hide it. So I had no idea you guys were going to give me a mic after to speak. But I said to Josh, I go, I really don't know what said. I hope people understood that I really meant to appreciate oh, it was the people great. in the room. It was great. He's like, you made it all sad. I was like, no, well, you did not. I thought it was great. You nailed it. Like, right. I tell you what, man, to do that on the 50th, not to interrupt. No problem. Right after your video, we've got 42 people there. 
Uh, you nailed down. Uh, the coolest thing I've ever seen is the eulogy that you gave at Jake's when you couldn't you couldn't see. Yeah. And you just spoke from the heart. That was unbelievable. Saturday night was a very close second. Now you crushed it. Thanks, man. Yeah. You better uh, fucking stomp him in that candy contest. Uh, <laughs> I just, appreciate it. I got to show you this. Sean Walchev got this for me. I was, was had it to the side. I don't know if you saw it. Sean gave this to me for my birthday. And what it is is for all the people that were there oh, on our 20th wow. anniversary. It, it, it's heavy as hell, but it's a, it's a picture that Sean had made for us. Oh, I got to have him. I'm going to Venmo him that cash. That is beautiful. It is, it's really cool, but it's uh, it's funny. Lisa Ann's right there with with her hand on your shoulder, and look who's standing right next to her. Yeah. Rita, who has no idea who she <laughs> but is. But, Dave, look all the way to the left. You know, look all the way to the left yep. in the floral print. Oh, dude, trust me. It was the first thing I saw. Yeah, and is Jake in there? No, Jake left right before the picture. This fucking guy. Yeah. That fucking guy. Yeah, you got Erica right there. It's the first thing I noticed. That's oh, I noticed Sean, if was. you, hey, Sean, if you hear this, you got to run one of those, and I'll, uh, that's beautiful, man. God, what a night. Yeah. And, and you know what, Dave? I think a lot of the guys from Disappointing Joseph yes. are in that. Absolutely. All right. It was, it was really, Did you really feel cool. like the weight of the world, at least for one night, or I was just fascinated to ask you about Sunday and today? If life will never be the same, we know yeah. all that. But did it feel a little it was the, different? It was honestly, maybe the best day I've had in the last two years. God's fantastic. Know? And yeah. so, and I got to tell you, I had no idea, as, as Jeff said, that I was going into a surprise party. It means he yeah. just pulled it off really well. <laughs> but we're, and I don't know, it's funny. I, I went around the block to park. I went, Josh, like, where are you going? Like, he, oh, he, shit. And I didn't recognize anybody's car. And then, um, Josh, we drove by Julian's car, and he goes, Julian's uh, going to be here for a little bit. We're going to another party. And he pointed out Julian's car because he saw that I drove by it. I didn't see yours. I didn't see anybody's. Come back around. We're walking to hear a band. I thought it was another party going on. But my friend yeah. Shannon always has parties. We're there to celebrate her birthday, which it was always a good time. And I, in my head, I'm like, <laughs> I walk in. I'm like, wait a second. Why is everyone fucking staring at me? <laughs> it still didn't click in. Josh yeah. said to me, but I didn't hear it. He goes, this party's for you. And then I realized everybody's wearing sports stuff. I saw Brian yeah. Lodge wearing a big Viking sweatshirt. And yeah. I'm like, wait a second. Everybody's wearing sports shit. And then it took me forever to realize we're, I'm stealing Shannon's birthday. What are you guys doing? <laughs> and then I was like, I, then I saw you and I saw Sean. I said, holy shit, this is a surprise party for me. Yeah, it, I, I was so slow was on uptake that it blew me away. But uh, the, but Shannon, Christy wrote me this morning. How you doing? Just like you just said. And yeah, I, dude, I'm honest, man. I've been walking on clouds for two days. It's such a good group of people, and I really genuinely hope everybody has that in your life, where you, you get this gathering, and it's a combination of things, right? Because yeah. people aren't able to do anything because of COVID, and it's just been such a weird couple of months. But then when you add in. All of us with the backstory and all of us knowing Jake and loving him and watching him grow up and knowing where he was in his life two years ago and then taken away from you, taken away from Rita and Josh, and then all of us uh, on the peripheral, man, we all had it. But yeah. on that one night, it just felt like on that one night coming together, uh, man, we were all kind of pulling in the right direction. I don't know, David. That's how I felt exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and a and, lot of Jake's friends were there, which were really yes. important to me. And and for Shannon and Sean to host that in just a gorgeous backyard, they have this insanely massive Rottweiler named Kobe. Yeah, Kobe was the star of the night because he just would walk around and and they had sandwiches from Jersey Mike's. They had a thousand soft tacos. They had all these things just for Dave for his birthday, which was so fun. 
And I'm just watching this massive Rottweiler just walk around and eat full six-inch <laughs> Jersey Mike sandwiches while people are looking, having conversations. And you just – my kids had a blast. That That's was awful. the one thing. And and Sean's little boy just um, – they had uh, Disney movies on in yeah. the living room. Sean's little boy, just um, son and daughter, just the cutest kids on the planet. Thank God none of our friends have dopey-looking kids, kidding. right? Uh, I mean, I see Bo Woods, Tove, Josh, Jake, Kate, Jackie. You go, okay, I can hang out with yeah. these guys. They don't look like Malachi from Children <laughs> of the Corn. And uh, and I said to Jack and Kate, I go, dude, just move over on this couch. And they scooch over, and Sean's little boy just scoots up right next to him to watch the movie. And they just love that guy. They're like, dude, he's great. But it just felt like one big family coming together. So... I'm sorry I didn't text you on Friday, but happy oh, no, birthday. No, no, it was. And you God, guys did a great job. Every my, single person, fantastic. Mike Costa, Josh Rosenberg. Dude, it was so great to see Josh on, uh, on that video. I haven't seen Josh in forever. Ernie Martinez started it off with pullbacks, talking about shit we talked about on Extra. Al Horton talking about, are you bouncing? I'm not bouncing, which is just, it was a bunch of throwback shit that, I don't know, Brian Heap was amazing costa and fucking woods i texted yeah. woods and i go this is great hey thank hannah too yeah because hannah's in the i like hannah, to me when he goofed on hannah made, made the video that's what i said but she participates in it paul and megan were funny as hell yeah i hope you put that up somewhere i don't know if you ever would i, I don't I, know I, I could i could throw that up it was but, it was it was awesome what i wanted to know did more people in that room know mark grant or no lisa ann that's what i <laughs> Mud was great. Um, Pomerantz was outstanding. God damn, Mike Pomerantz was great, and and they all they all just jumped in and really, really. Yeah. Bernie Wilson. Yes, Bernie was out great too. I, I hate to leave anybody out because there's so many good ones. And there's 42 people that I were tried in. To, I tried to text almost all of them yesterday. To, yeah, that I could remember because I didn't see the video a second time. But I tried it off memory. I was trying to write every one of them. Okay, good because I did the same. I I just sent it to let people know like it was really really good. But uh, that was great, man. That was great. So uh, I enjoyed that a lot. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. I got to, here's the funniest thing. So uh, the party's at six. Josh and I, I I live a mile from where the party was. And uh, 540, Josh's phone goes off. He tells me later on, it's my mother and my sister. Yeah. Hey, we got the video. Yeah. Josh is like, well, it's too fucking late. Yeah. You know? It was. Oh, really? And he's like, yeah. You can't put it in because the video's already at the party. Yeah, we already had it. And I looked at Josh uh, when he told me the story. I go, see, every story I've ever told you about my family, yeah. I'm not crazy. I God. told you. This is what they do. I uh, <laughs> Listen, I just, uh, what if she ever finds out? With who? Rita. With oh, it'll be hilarious. They don't know what it reminds me of? Is are you sure she's never? No, she has no fucking idea. Because she would have said something. Hundred percent, she would have said something. You know her. <laughs> she would have said something. Hundred percent. Okay, hold on. Two things. One is there's a guy there who's a Chula Vista PD. Okay, nice as can be. Manny. I don't know if you remember talking. Which to guy? Me. Manny. He's a big dude. Big dude. Looks like a police officer. Big guy. Okay. Okay. And he comes up to me. He's had a couple drinks. Okay. And he says, yeah. "Just want to let you know, I noticed Nicole Eggert up there, and I and I noticed Lee saying." He goes, if you talk to them, you tell Nicole Eggert, and this is from the heart, she's always had a better ass than Pam Anderson. <laughs> and I go, well, I will probably talk to yeah. her, but I will not tell her what you just said. Oh, come and, on. And he goes, and he said it to me four times. And I said, okay. All right. I think yeah. she'd like to hear yeah. that. <laughs> that will be the last time we have any interaction. 
But he wanted me to let her know. She okay. had a better ass than Pam Anderson. Well, that's nice of him. And then, um, okay, so what it reminded me of with um, with, with the whole Lisanne story is, and every and the, all the girls knew who Lisanne was. Of course. Every, every woman at that party knew she was. Of course. Um, and some of them had met her at the 20th anniversary. Shannon yeah. and Christy, they, they talked to her forever. Oh, God, Christy was her... Uh, like yeah. the, her right hand. And Lisa invited both of them to a party in Vegas with her. Yeah, completely. Um, Is that Lisa's apartment at the top of New York City? Did you see that? Brand new. Holy she, shit. She, uh, I'll get to the second part. Now, right, you just brought, no, no, that you just brought that up. So I said, I texted her a couple weeks ago. Just so I was checking. I think you, yeah. me, Sean will check. You're doing all right. As you always said, checking on your friends. Yep. And you're doing all right. And so um, she, she FaceTime it. She goes, yeah. Look at this. I'm moving. I go, oh, moving sucks. And then she goes, well, not this time. And she FaceTime me walking into this apartment. And it looking right across is the Empire State Building. It's insane. It's the best view I've ever seen in New York City in my life. All glass apartment, top floor. It's what insane. What the fuck? Right? What right? the fuck? And I just went, good for you. Holy yeah. shit, man. No I, shit. I mean, we talk about New York all the time. So jealous about the view that she has of New York City. It's insane. Okay. You've seen the other guys. Yes. Remember when Steve Coogan at the end says, hey, I've got a little apartment yes. where family. Yeah. And it's like this huge yeah. goddamn thing with yeah. Skyla. That's what it is. That's what it looked like. 100%. Holy That's shit. What it like. All right. Okay. So, so uh, yeah. So Rita has no idea about Lisa Ann. So what reminds me of, did your kid ever have to do, your kids ever have to do the bean plant thing where in school you have to grow a plant? It's just like a goddamn bean and then you take care of it, you water it, and they kind of teach you how to take uh, care of a plant. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a styrofoam yeah. cup. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. remember that? Yeah. So Jake, <laughs> yeah. Jake gets a fucking marijuana plant, all yeah. right? And it, it is in front of the sink in our house, and it is growing like fucking Jack in the Beanstalk, like a motherfucker. It is the <laughs> biggest <laughs> weed plant you've ever seen. Yeah. And 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 uh, Rita's like, look at this plant. Our son has a green thumb. <laughs> and I'm like, you think so? She goes, I've never seen anything like this. I, I water it every day, and it's growing, and Rita's mom's walking in. This yeah. is amazing. Look at this plant. <laughs> And they're so proud of this plant. And it's yeah. been growing in front of our goddamn kitchen sink for a month. And it is giant. It looks like it's going to be a little Christmas tree. And Josh, <laughs> Jake, and I all know what the fuck it is. Yeah. All right. And we refuse to tell Rita what the hell's happened. She's so proud of it. And then my niece comes walking in from Carl's bed and goes, Aunt Rita, why do you have a giant marijuana plant <laughs> by your kitchen sink? <laughs> what did you say? And yeah. she explains and t- shows her picture on her phone what a weed plant looks like. Yeah. Jacob! Screaming at him. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I knew 100%. Dad knew. Josh knew. She was so pissed. Threw it right in the garbage disposal. Fucking oh, chopped it God up. damn it. <laughs> I could have sold that at San Diego. Uh, I had one over the weekend, Dave, where my kids are so goddamn dumb. They're just dumb. Like, I, it's so, they lose electronics all the time. It's like they're one, it's the only thing you can take away from them, right? So every now and then they get electronics back. Yeah. But their Google searches can be easily accessed by their mom. Yeah. Right? So the other day she sends me a screenshot and she says, uh, hey, would you remind your kids, because they're with me on Saturday, would you remind your kids that I can see everything they're searching for, right? So I go, okay, well, I look, and right in the middle, it's a porn site. But it's not like, you know, xmamas.com. It's like this random thing. But you look yeah. and you go, fuck, that's a porn site. 
so I go over to the house and I go. When you first found out, did you kind of laugh or did you kind of go, it's normal or did you get mad? Well, yeah. I mean, they're 13, right? I mean, they're punching the dumb guy. You got to be, right? I mean, fuck. It is. But this was the funny thing. Now, their mom's pretty fucking in tune to everything, right? So I said, I go, hey, listen, I'll address this with them, right? But I go, you got to understand, man. Like, their bodies are changing. Shit's running through their system. And I go, they're wound like a fucking top right now. And she's like, what? And I go, the Google search. I said, I'll address it. She goes, well, I don't know why they'd be, you know, doing it with Steph Curry's contract. She didn't realize that the third. So it's like Steph Curry's contract, uh, like weekend song lyrics, right? Yeah. Random porn site. And two other things. I was like, okay, well, I'm just telling you, like, in future, if they're doing Google searches and shit comes up, just understand, right? They're not seven anymore. Fuck, they're going to be in high school next year. She goes, no, 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 I know. So then she walks away. I go, get the fucking car. (laughs) I go, God damn it. I know what that fucking site is because Dave told me about it. (laughs) And I go, if she figures out what that one is. Yeah. And, and so they're like, well, uh, he looked it up. I go, f- shut up. <laughs> if she figures it out, you're dead and you're going to lose electronics like to forever. And I'm like, I swear to God, Dave, I, I don't even know. You just, you don't even know what the fuck to do, right? Like you go, holy shit. And then they're going to get to the age. They're going to figure out what Lisa's story is. Yes. And I don't know how the hell that, like their mom knows what Lisa's yeah. deal is. You become the coolest dad ever the second they find out that Lisa's story. I think so. Yeah, you do. I think so. But I haven't. it's not like I told them when they met no. her when she was No, that's 10. the best part. Yeah, they. I was just like, I just know her from radio. But uh, but it's just crazy shit, man. Like, like things are changing and going on the whole deal. So that yeah, was funny. But she was like, no, I'm talking about weekends. I go, I understand. But at some point, oh my God. you could see that. And I'm like, oh, gonna, they got lucky. Are you going to teach them how to erase their browser history? Yes. Yes, you got to. Whole thing. I got to get that duck duck, whatever that shit is that they advertise all the time. <laughs> I got to download that on their tablets. I got to, right? Come on, man. Yeah. yeah be a guy. Come on. Help yeah, him out. Yeah, guy code. Got to hook him up. Oh, my God, dude. I, did, did one of the brothers try and rat the other one out that he looked at it first? You pull that move? Uh, I didn't. Can't do that one. You don't want to ask too many yeah. questions, right? Because then it's just too weird. But it's like, it's very strange. They're twins. Yeah. So it's not like, like Steve will go. I mean, you had Josh and then Jake was coming up. Although I think Jake was fucking pretty aware of the world when he was about seven. Dude, you weren't kidding. The fucking guy was so far ahead of the curve. Uh. You know, Steve's guys, Bo and Taylor, they're pretty close in age. But, dude, with twins, it's like fucking, it's like standing at home plate and having two fast or a yeah. fastball and a fucking curveball thrown at you. And you got to try to hit them both. Like, it, it's insane. <laughs> and the deal is, too, like, Dave, the thing that I always remind myself is we have a great relationship. You still always have to be dad number one. Yeah. Because as soon as you start going, well, I can be friends. No, you got to be dad number one. Yeah. And if they like you enough to hang out with you, then that's a be- bonus. Exactly. But you have to establish that you're the dad. But yeah, I'm like, fuck. What are you doing? Like, God so damn. 
Yeah. And she, like, shockingly, they got one buyer. And you, I was like. So uh, so here's what's, what's funny, to watch your kids grow up. Because, again, mm-hmm. I haven't seen them since they became teenagers. So. Yeah. Jack talked to me a lot, which I loved. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I was actually saying this to Sean Walchef this morning, saying, dude, I was such a shy kid, I would never jump in and talk to an adult. There's no way I would have gotten into an adult conversation. Yeah. And he, no problem. He stepped right in and yeah. spoke to me and telling me stories. And most of them turned into you roasting me over the years and everything that's ever bad <laughs> happened. But I, but I was I was like, dude, you can say whatever you want to me right now. I'm just happy yeah. you're talking to me. Because yeah, so fun, right? You wouldn't have most most thirteen year old kids aren't coming up and talking to a grown man. Yeah, and I was like, this is great. I I couldn't thank you enough for bringing them. I was really excited that they both showed up. That was great, man. Yeah, you're their guy. That was yeah, cool. All those guys. So, I felt bad for Walchef's kid who kept asking Shannon if she had any monster trucks, and she kept saying, "I have little girls. I don't have any monster trucks." Did he? <laughs> Did he ask for trucks? Yeah. Do you have any monster trucks? Where are the trucks, dude? I, that's the first time I've ever met that guy. Really? He's the coolest dude. Always smiling. I lo- he is always smiling. It was very funny because they had, uh, and every parent's gone through this, Dave. In Shannon's house, they had a couch and a little ottoman. And uh, and Sean's little boy was trying to watch The Incredibles, and it's getting late. And he's trying to lay down on the ottoman and put his head onto the couch, but there became about a foot and a half gap. Which when you're little, like two and a half or three, whatever he is, shit, might as well be a 10-foot gap. My two dumb kids are sitting there. I go, God damn, this is when you got a rally. <laughs> I told him, I go, come here. Take him by the arms, pick him up. I go, watch this. We're going to fix everything here. We get the ottoman. <laughs> we get it situated. We get everything jammed in. We get him a couple of pillows. I just fling him down on the couch. I go, check that out. How is that? Yeah, he's all fired up. I go, come on. I know this drill. There's nothing better, man. I guarantee you, Sean's going through it. I know Steve's going through it. When they're that age right there, when they're like two or three, and you can just pitch them around the bed, they think it's the funniest game in the world. Absolutely. Sean told me his kid is, uh, he realizes that him and his wife cuss a little too much around the kid. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I remember you said that you were trying to watch it. I used to try and watch it. Yeah. And uh, he says, he goes, I think we're doing better. But then we come back from a friend's house and the, we walk in and the kid says, kid's three years old. Yeah. Man, I'm so hungry. I'm going to eat like a goddamn T-Rex. <laughs> uh, I just, uh, I, w- I would like some due respect for this show from a lot of you. I'm talking to T-Shirt Tech, number one. <laughs> talking to H.J. Preller. Uh, I'm talking to Billy, talking to Pete, and okay. and all the rest of you mouth breathers. Apparently, Dave, we are very, very popular in Bolivia. <laughs> Isn't that where Sean's family is from? Bulgaria. Bulgaria. We're even more popular. Yes. Sean's wife, Rosie, told me that they wore the shirt, and everybody wanted to know, who the heck are these two guys? <laughs> I told Sean, let us know. We'll put a box together, and off we go, man. Bulgaria. We own it. We're very popular in the village. Nobody knows who the hell we are. (laughs) But uh, very good. Dave, NBA draft on Wednesday. So many different things going on. You want to start with Clevenger, or you want to start with the draft? I want to go with Clevenger. Go ahead. Okay, so we we find out today. Well, the good news is you find out Clevenger signed two year extension with the Pots. Oh, it's exciting for right? only eleven million. And you're going, how did that just happen? That doesn't make any sense at all. 
Yeah, eleven know? million. Eleven million dollars for a top pitcher in baseball. How did that just happen? And then the next line that I read is Tommy John surgery and he's out all in twenty twenty one. And you're going, Holy fuck, man. Yeah. All right. I mean, didn't it feel like the biggest kick in the nuts? Hey, it you know what, Dave? If they had signed him to a three year deal, yeah. then I go, you know what, man, we're all in on him. We're all yeah. in on him and he's in on us. And uh I'd go, man, that's pretty exciting. I like it. Why a two-year deal when he's gone for the whole year and then he's going to come back in 2022? 20, uh, yeah. And you know he's going to be coming back from Tommy John. So is he going to be like Garrett Richards and give you 24 innings out of the bullpen pitching the sixth inning? Dude, I can't figure the whole thing out. I mean, I mean I, it's no money at all no. when you stretch it out. Like, it's so it's so weird. Yeah. I just if they if it was a two year deal or you go a three year deal or I'm sorry Dave, if it was a three year deal or a four yeah. year deal, and you go God damn man I like it we're in on Clevenger we're gonna we're gonna ride the wave, but a two year deal when the first year he's completely out, and then you're gonna try to figure out where he's at for 22 and if he's great he's a walk away free agent I don't get that at all. So when he comes back he's gonna be 32 years old. Okay. okay. It just, it's so, it's, I'm more disappointed about the Tommy John more than anything else for the fact. The playoffs that they pitched him? It's funny. Remember we brought that up? What yeah. What if he fucking needs Tommy John? He comes back. They force him in a game where he more likely aren't going to win the series and he needs Tommy John. And I don't know. Maybe he would have needed anyway. But at the same time, it's frustrating because you go with the Padres. We didn't get a chance to see them in person. Maybe, yeah. maybe next year we're hearing yep. that, that there's going to be a vaccine, the whole deal. Maybe mm-hmm. you get to go to Petco Park, the brown uniforms nobody has seen in person, basically. True. All the excitement of this team, legitimately, they're a top five team in Major League Baseball. Yeah, really fun. And maybe number one excitement factor team. And you're going, fuck, man. Not only did you lose maybe your two or one, now I'm not so sure in my mind. I'm going, are you guys fucking lying to us about Lament? That's what I was going to ask. And you're yeah. going, well, shit, now you go, I don't care what the fuck Bauer costs. You better go out and fucking fix this somewhere. You better get it, right? I mean, buddy. You better get it. I uh, I am. I'm, I'm, I'm sad yeah. for Padre fans and disappointed that this happened because we wanted to see this guy. Uh. Set, everybody was sold on him. Yeah. We still sold on him. We feel he feels terrible too. Oh yeah. But but as fans who have died with this team forever, fuck man, twenty twenty one was going to be great. Yeah, and it's really now it puts so much more pressure on Gore, on Patino, yeah. fuck on Paddock, like right. I mean Zach Davies, yep, Maury Hone. Now again, I don't know what how active you are in the. I, I mean, I I will give these guys. They have been incredibly active in both free agency and the trade market. So uh, I think they all, I think they've probably known this for a while, but you're right, Dave, on Lamette. Lamette becomes incredibly concerning because Lamette was the guy that didn't throw. Yeah. They rolled Clevenger out there and said, get out there, noodle arm, and just break that fucker right off at the shoulder. God damn. They love just paying guys that are sitting on the that beach, is weird, don't they? Isn't it? So weird. That is weird. But, uh, and again, it's just the two-year deal to me. I love Clevenger. I just was like, make it a three-year deal. Yeah. Right? Like where you go, okay, he's out for 21. He comes back for 22, but we got him for 23. Yeah. And if it's, I mean, going on that, if it's three years at 18 million, I don't know that Clevenger wanted to do that, but it's just, 
Yeah, paying you six or seven million to rehab is just a really weird deal. Yeah, it's it's again disappointing for for every Padre fan out there that they yep. thought you know this yeah twenty twenty one you can make a legitimate and still you might be able to, but man that is just a huge arm to miss the the Lamette deal I hope we're wrong on that they say it can be, begin a, pro, a throwing program December first. You hope that's the case. I mean, honestly, you just hope that's the case. If both those guys go down, holy fuck. You yeah, know? you're – you're. well, you really, as of yet – now, again, it's incredibly early in the off season, so a lot of things can happen. Yeah. But you got questions about your bullpen. Um, I think you feel really, really good about your everyday eight. Sure do. Which is a huge upgrade yeah. from where you've been for a long time. Yep. And now you're looking at it, you go, all right, well – and if we feel like we could go, let's just do this, Dave. If you go, um, I feel like Davies could be your three. Yeah. I feel like maybe Gore could be your four. Paddock can be your five. Lamette is so big. Lamette becomes so big because now it's the difference of do you have to go get two front line? And really, Dave, after seeing Zach Davies pitch, in the playoffs, like dynamite regular season guy, but is he a playoff pitcher? I don't know. So you have Weathers. Yeah, that's interesting too, right? And and we talked about Maury Hone and and Michelle Baez and some of these other guys. Yeah, it's really interesting to see. But but I have faith in this ownership group and and baseball ops. They've been pretty aggressive going out. I feel like uh, I feel like I owe them the opportunity. To go out and try to fix it, and then uh, and hope Clevenger's back, ready to go. But I don't know. I mean, we all saw Garrett Richards for the Angels. Did you ever feel like Garrett Richards in in the short amount that we saw him in nineteen, or anything that we saw in twenty? Did you ever feel like Garrett Richards was back to being the guy he'd been? No, but I, I liked him. I, mean, I liked the fact he didn't get injured, which he always had with the Angels. I, I don't know. I but are you bringing Garrett, Garrett Richards back? I don't think they're going to bring him back. I don't think they think uh, think of him that way. Anymore. So I look at that and you go, you gave him fifteen for two years. Yeah. Like, how'd that experiment yeah. work out? It's again, they have to get back to uh, developing guys. I got an interesting thing from the Padres. Today. I got a crazy thing. Get back to signing guys that are actually going to play this year. <laughs> Ed, hot take. That's your hot take of the night. <laughs> yeah. I, got a, I got a thing. I don't know if the Padres want me to mention this, but I got a thing, an email tonight, just because I'm a coach in, in San Diego mm-hmm. for high school and travel ball and the, from the Padres scouting department. Wants me to, oh. Wanted me to write reports on, on guys as far as I like that. Di- different things. And I'll be honest, it's a smart move. Yeah, by the Padres because uh, I'll tell you what I've been coaching for a long time. I'm not I'm not fucking a, a Tony Larusa or Tom Lasorda. I'm just saying as a guy that sees a lot of guys. Yeah, that every major league team does this except the Padres until today. That's the nice. first time the Padres have ever done this. So I get questionnaires from the Cardinals, Red Sox, Dodgers, all th- all 29 teams until today. Oh, nice. It took the Padres this long to reach uh-huh. out. But you're thinking, yeah, as, good. Hey, doesn't mean my opinion's right, but hell, talk to all the coaches. Yeah, get as many voices. The guys from La Costa Canyon, the guys from all, all yeah. over that have been around baseball for a long time that have had guys get drafted. Maybe their opinion matters because it does to all the other 29 teams. What's taken the Padres so long to do it? But and it's, it's not it, just your team. It's the other teams no, you're seeing as well, yeah, right? They want to know, yeah, because I, honest to God, I see a shitload of players in, yeah. di- in different states all the time. And it's all about 
What have you seen? You know, is there That's anybody cool. we should be taking a look at? It means they're keeping their options open, and if enough guys fill out uh, the way I'm guessing they do it, yeah. If I write something, and the coach from La Costa Canyon writes something, and the coach from Torrey Pines writes something, we all have the same guys on the list. It, it shortens their list into a direction of, hey, maybe our scouts might have missed somebody. Love that. And I think it, that's it, really it, great. It's a smart move. I don't know why it took so long is what I'm saying, but I'm glad yeah. that they they moved in in that direction. So here's one Woods threw out there on Twitter, which I, I thought was kind of interesting. The Cubs are okay. rumored to be putting Baez on the that. trade block. I saw that. Now, Baez last year, horrible year. Bellinger had a crazy year, bad year, but Baez yeah. had a really bad year. Hit 203 last year, uh, only knocked in 24, basically what was terrible. Every number was terrible that he had. Um, even and he was up for Gold Glove, which was ridiculous at yeah. short when he had nine errors and he had Tatis with what three, yeah. two, two or three, and you're like, yeah. oh, the fuck? who figured this out? But Bias is a guy that buried himself to me when he said once they got rid of video during games, I fucking couldn't figure it out. Like, why no, would boy. you tell everybody what your yeah. issue is? You know what? Why, why? I mean, so video is not coming back no. for guys to break down pitchers or you're at bats anymore. Whatever yeah. you have before the game is your chance, but. During the game that's gone, Baez Fuck. said that completely fucked him. That's why he hit 203. Do you want to see Baez play second base and move no. Cronenworth to left? No. Uh, and listen, I, 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 you know when I would like it, Dave, is when I felt way more confident about where you're at in the, in the rotation. But when I look at it right now and you go, well, Myers is still here at 20, right? Year two of that, of the three. And then you go, Hosmer's on his deal. Machado's on that deal. Like, you go, dude, that's, that's what is that? $70 million locked up with three guys right there. I am a huge fan of Javi Baez and the whole deal. I just don't feel like that's the top priority yeah, right now. I feel like that's a position of luxury. Fucking Cronenworth is basically the rookie of the year. Yep. And uh, for me, man, I'm I'm just a big believer in the mental aspect of this game. If that kid came over and, and played like he did, I, I kind of feel like you go, hey, man, you're our guy. It's it's like the whole Lindor thing last yep. year and the talk of moving Tatis to center field. Like, if these guys are going to be part of our cornerstones, just fucking just leave them there. Let them play. Let Cronenworth play. Let, let Tatis play. Machado, Hosmer, uh, you know, what the fuck are you going to do with Camposano, right? Yeah, After he's no goddamn – building a uh, dispensary in Atlanta, whatever the fuck that guy's doing. Well, according to Coach, you trade, trade Capasano and you trade Paddock. Oh, yeah? What are you going to get? To the you... Rays, you're getting Snell. Oh, hey. You know what, Dave? I tell you what, I've been doing this a long time, and I've had some asinine takes. And that one right there might be the most asinine take of all time. I'm going to trade who? You're going to trade Capasano. Oh, that's trade a tough Paddock. one to give away. And Paddock. For, some, for Blake Snow. Hmm. The Rays are trying to win too, Coach. Uh, yeah, they were in the World <laughs> Series. God damn. That just, that just makes me lightheaded like I have vertigo when I hear shit like that. My God. Get a hold of yourself for Christ's sake. fuck's the matter with you? It's the holidays. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, what the fuck is going on that gets out over the air? Don't they have a delay over there? That's where you just fucking, uh, that's where you just plug in uh, Kixie over there, right? So this is Christmas. And you're like, coach! You start smacking the fuck out of him. 
Are you out of your fucking mind? You big dumb Herman fucking monster. Who'd you say? Like you got a backup catcher and an underachieving pitcher for one of the best pitchers in baseball. Yeah, you got fucking uh, Cheech and Chong, and then you're fucking uh, you're giving up Cheech and Chong and fucking Glenn Dishman for Blake Snell. Great trade, Coach. Fuck, I love you. <laughs> we'll throw in the pot plant by my sink. Yeah. Too. God damn, it's amazing you're not working for John Boggs anymore. <laughs> God damn. My God. Who'd have thunk it? Like, what the fuck? Have you learned anything in that press box? Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. All right. I got to ask you. We'll ask you about that. You better be right on that. If he said. He did. Okay. But did he have like three other guys in the deal or just a two for one? Those were the two guys. Those were the guys. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Oh, my gosh. That was so damn funny. All right. I mean, Liz Camposano's the next fucking Pudge Dude, Rodriguez. Doesn't matter. He could, be, he's a, he could be a fucking felon right now. Jesus. Yeah. All right, the NBA draft. Your team is picking number one. It's weird, though, because the NBA draft, there's always some kind of excitement, whether you're a casual fan or a diehard fan. And this just, I mean, Chris Paul getting traded, James Harden's getting traded. All these James, different. Okay, hold on. You said something really quick. Don't, don't get gloss over it because it, it blew my mind. James Harden, do you see what he turned out? Yeah, could have been the first $50 million a year player. Two years $103 million he turned down tonight. Ooh, how do you explain that at home? Dude, if that was me, honestly. Wait, God, in I, Texas, Dave, where there's yes, no state income tax. Exactly right. I literally would not even get in the car to go to the grocery store afraid I'd break my legs in a car accident. Like, yeah. Dude, if you don't sign and something bad happens And to he you, wants to go to Brooklyn, which, like, New York has one of the highest state income taxes, yes. right? Yeah, Ooh. okay, okay. He needs to talk to Dan Williams. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. He's going to end up with the Nets. So, fucking Durant. Decides he's going to leave Golden State. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it my way. You go, you go, and you go with uh, Kyrie Irving, who's a whack job. Yeah, who makes everything worse. Steph Curry would have been a much better guy to just stay with, right? Yeah, a nicer guy was fine giving you the ball. Ky- Kyrie's a pain in the ass. He's a mess. Yep. He blows everything up. And then you're going to go back with James Harden, who's going to want the ball too. Yeah, with a rookie coach and Steve Nash. Holy shit, man. I mean, they might be the best team in the East. I, I don't think they're better than the teams in the West, though. They aren't better than the Clippers and the Lakers. If you're Mike D'Antoni, didn't you leave to get away from all this shit? It's, it's so And now it feels like you're right in the middle of it again. Yes. Yeah, it's... it's Number it, one media market? It's going to happen. They're going to they're gonna end up there. He's going to end up with the Nets. Watch. It will be done by Friday. Uh, if you're the Wolves, I don't watch enough college hoops. Okay. I know they're trying to trade out of that number one pick. Good. Because they'd like to go back and get – who's the kid from uh, Iowa State that they love? Oh, really? They do. There's a kid from Iowa I thought they loved Anthony Edwards, no? Um, no, because they said that Edwards has a little bit of uh, – doesn't always keep the foot on the gas pedal. I saw a trade tonight, Dave, that they could trade – the Tyrese uh, Halberton? Yeah, that kid. Do you know anything yeah. about him? Or Halliburton? Is that how yeah. you pronounce it? Um, no, I don't. I don't. He's a wing. Which isn't is kind of what they need. Mm-hmm. They kind of need a wing. If you have D'Angelo Russell and you have Carl Anthony Towns and then you have the wing, that's kind of what they need. So what I saw tonight was that they could trade the number one pick to Charlotte for Miles Bridges in the sixth. Okay. Now, I know Miles Bridges hasn't worked out to this Char- point. Charlotte's picking three right now. Or three. Yes. Yeah. Then you could go back to three and you could get Miles Bridges in that deal. Okay. Man. 
I would stay away from Ball. I think Ball's a good player, but everyone keeps saying you put Ball with uh, D'Angelo Russell and it's going to be a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Neither one of those guys play defense. Uh, so the NBA draft will be concluded by the time we get back here Wednesday. Yep. And I'm very glad that this is on SportsCenter right now. Kim Ang was named the GM of the My, uh, Miami Marlins yep. over the weekend. She works in has been in Major League Baseball for such a long time. Highly, highly regarded was the assistant GM for the Dodgers. And actually, the Yankees. and the Yankees actually interviewed in San Diego. Interviewed when my uh, AJ Preller was hired. Has been working for Major League Baseball. I think this is insanely cool. It is a great hire. Straight out of she was a man who had been hired ten years ago. I believe it. But she's hired tonight. Yep. And and good two, for Derek Jeter. Great for Jeter and two of the Marlins. Highest-ranking officials are female. That's awesome. But Kim Ang has had, like, the coolest reputation in baseball. Yep. And you just saw how many people came out to social media the other day to congratulate her. And it, it's funny because the Marlins took a lot of heat when Jeter took over for moving guys yep. out and unloading big contracts. But now, Dave, you kind of look at what they're doing. I mean, uh, manager of the year, right, with yep. Don Mattingly. And so many uh, exciting players. And now, uh, Sixto pitching. And now Kim Ang coming in as GM, man. First time ever. Incredibly exciting for the Marlins. I know Glenn hears this. And uh, I just thought that was really cool. That was a really positive story. And uh, and it was great for baseball and great for her. I think she'll be outstanding. It, honestly. I she, think, Dave, she'll be great. <laughs> i tell you what. I'm glad she's not sitting on Blake Snell. Because if I called and said, hey, watch it, I didn't mean anything like that. Hey, Coach, why don't you take a break? You imagine if Coach called Kim Ang and offered up uh, Camposano and... Uh, Paddock back to her? <laughs> she'd be like, Coach, get out of here. But I, I just think it's, man, it's really wild. Like, really cool story. You know, a couple things. One is she was obviously very well-deserving. You work for the Yankees and for the Dodgers, it says something. You're up for other jobs. You don't get any of them. For years, she'd interview, and we'd sit there and go, yeah. oh, well, she's the one that's going to get it, and she didn't. She got, as a matter of fact, she disappeared the last few years. No, she'd and, been working in MLB. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, she wasn't working for a, for a major league team because oh. she wasn't getting the opportunity Duh. of the next step up. There's only so many lateral moves you can make. Sure. We just go, fuck it. You get pissed, and you get frustrated. There's a tremendous amount of pressure on her. She knows it. That, yeah. That everyone's going to be looking at her. Was this the right move? You talk about people freaking out about bat flips and old oh, school baseball. Right. A lot of guys don't want women around. They, they they don't want women around. I mean, San Francisco Giants, what, 20 years ago, they went with the female PA announcer. People lost their but shit. But don't you think, Dave, the way that front offices have changed and it's become much more analytical yes. and it's much different today you know who I, I flash back to when you when you talk about that is I flash back to the scene in Moneyball when uh, Billy Bean slash Brad Pitt is sitting down with the scouts and he's firing in a dip and he's trying to talk about analytics and everything going on and they're old school baseball. It's not like that anymore. No. It's not Kim Ang doesn't have to win over that <laughs> table of guys. No. <laughs> but I think she would. I think it's all analytical, very smart baseball people that look at what the Marlins do and go, yeah, it's about time. She yeah. belongs here. I think she, I, Dave, I actually think this is the perfect time for her, even though, yeah, she probably 
was qualified enough to get this job five years ago, if not 10. But I think right now with the makeup of front offices being so much different than the old school, let's make a trade on a cocktail napkin. I don't think she's going to have as many barriers as she may have had at that point. I hope she makes it. I hope she does. I hope she crushes it, man. Uh, It's such a cool story. Again, you're right. The Derek Jeter thing. I was one of those guys. Like, what are you doing? How are you getting rid of Yelich and Stanton? And how you get rid of Azuna? And you're like, dude, this is all you had. But he was kind of stuck. Once Jose Fernandez died tragically, it set set the franchise back. They they had a they had a couple choices. Do we spend a ton of money for a, a franchise that basically doesn't have any fans? Yeah. You know, I mean, someone has to pay Glenn Geffner. <sighs> Fuck. So you said then you make this move and they make the playoffs. They were the surprise of Major League Baseball in 2020. And yeah, you got Mattingly, an old school baseball guy who did a fantastic job. But man, how can you not keep your eye on the Marlins and what they're doing? That's a great move. I, I think it's fun. But they've they've done a really good job of building that roster. So it's not like she's going in to a team trying to think, Dave, of just any team where you go, man, this team just can't get out of its own way, right? Yep. Um, I'm trying to think from a baseball standpoint. Do we have a baseball team right now that's really been – well, I'll tell Aggressive. you Aggressive? No, I'll tell you, I mean, uh, I look at the Angels. The Angels are a team that have really, really struggled of late. Yep. Where you go in and if you said, okay, Kim Ang came in, hired by Artie. She's got to replace Billy Epler. Eh, not a whole lot the show on his resume, right? And then they're thinking about the guys who were in that position before him, whether it was Tony Regans or Bill Stoneman. It feels like I'm I'm forgetting somebody right before Epler, but it, it doesn't matter. The point being is that there wasn't a huge amount of success in that office. Marlins have done a pretty good job, but um, I just thought that was such a, a really great story. And surprising but pleasantly surprised like good for baseball good for the marlins and good for kim ang i think this is going to be uh the year of women you look at it as far as the way biden's going to fill this cabinet i think this yeah is going to be the year of women uh yeah i we need it right where you go get that blend in there and do some things to just kind of you just need to change the mojo yeah the mojo across all of sports and and carries over to society. I, I think that would be great. I think that's a lot of fresh energy that will be welcomed. Um, I, w- I want to get to a couple things that I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna mention a movie that I saw. I could ask you if you saw if you've seen this movie yet, or am I just late to the party? But I, I'm just curious to know. But it's uh, something I saw the other day on my on my birthday. We'll get to it in a second. But here's one of these deals where we're having a great time over the last couple of weeks and we're doing yeah. thrive fantasy. Okay? Right. If you aren't doing thrive fantasy, thrivefantasy.com. Again, these prop bets are great. Thrive fantasy this season. Recommend you get on this as soon as possible. We just had Monday night football with the Vikings and the bears. And I love the fact that everybody's jumping in and playing, you know, and, and not only you as the listeners that you've jumped in and playing, but, uh, the guys who are friends of the show really close. Dan Williams is crushing it. Dan Williams is killing it. Dan Williams is doing so well. It is to the point where we should just be calling Dan and going, Dan, what are we playing tonight? Because fuck, it's not working the way I'm doing it. I, I Every time I'm playing, Jeff, I'm so fired up. It's so fun. I, I, I absolutely love it. Again, thrivefantasy.com. That's, that's what Jeff and I have been doing. That's what you, the listeners, have learned. And I'm telling you, you got to try it. The Thursday night game that, that's coming up, don't forget – you're going to have NFL not only on Thursday, going to have this weekend with college and NFL on, on Sunday, but Thanksgiving, the following Thursday, oh. it's going to be fucking bad shit crazy. It's going to be a great time. 
Uh, so over 75000 in guaranteed prizes weekly. They've awarded over $1.75 million in cash prizes. Let me tell you that because none of it goes to me. Now, I love this. One of the cool things, Dave, that I noticed this week that had not been the case uh, when we started, now when you go to the app on Thrive, yeah. you can put a few bucks in just using your debit card or your credit card. It yeah. had started with PayPal, and I don't use PayPal that much, so I went through, but it just kind of felt a little awkward. Couldn't have been more easy Me too. to make a deposit. Remember, if you're first-time player, use that uh uh, promo code D-A-J-S uh, to get your funds matched, which is fantastic. But here's how it works, right? I'll give you a basic idea of how we played the other day. Carson Wentz is playing Philadelphia against the Giants. You don't just say, oh, yeah, I want him in my lineup. You have to be smarter. 24 and a half was the total for Carson Wentz over under on completions. If you hit the over, you get 105 points. If you say, no, I'll take the under and you hit it, you get 95. So that's the one. I'll give you one other example. Kyler Murray, holy cow, right? Yep. 295 and a half yards total for passing yards and rushing yards. The over gets you 95. The under gets you 105. It couldn't be more simple. You can download the app to your phone. You can play on the website at thrivefantasy.com. It's an absolute blast. And like we said, use that promo code D-A-J-S when you sign up today. You're going to receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit with a four-time rollover. Absolutely. Great time. Speaking of Dan Williams, the guy, everything he touches, man, is very good when it turns to when it's about money. Dan's the guy you need to call about your money. Right now, Dan is the guy that wants to help you get out of debt. He can help you walk you through the process. He can also help you find your own home. You, you can own your own home. Let's get out of the rental market. Let's stop doing that. Dan has the answers. Again, you aren't calling Dan. You're making a big mistake. Here we are. It's almost Thanksgiving, end of the year. Let's make 2021 right. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. I have something incredibly exciting that all of us have done, but I don't know the last time you did it. I think within about the next 60 days, I'm paying off my car. Nice. And... Anybody, I just talked to a friend of mine. They're like, hey, I'm paying off my car this month. And man, when you get to that point and you no longer have to make a car payment, it's unbelievable. But it's one of those deals, right, where you're kind of looking at the money and you go, well, I could pay the car off, but I just got the bill from DMV for registration for 200 bucks. And I know coming up on December 15th, I got to pay the six-month auto insurance bill for... Uh, Wawanisu treats me great, but you go, okay, I think that's about 800 bucks. So all of a sudden you go, well, wait a minute. Do I want to pay off the car or do I want to bank the money for uh, getting ready? And then you have Christmas right after that, right? And everything else. It's why Dan's book, Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, is so incredibly fascinating and should be on all of your bookshelves because I was explaining to my son the other night uh, driving down here. We were talking about borrowing money and maybe you have a credit card and one gives you six months, same as cash. The other one gives you 18 months, same as cash. Maybe you get uh, 48 months, same as cash, right? And how do you make the minimum payment? How do you make the impactful payments so that ultimately your finances all line up so that you are debt-free, you have a credit score that runs somewhere from 780 to 800, you've got money ready to go, and now you're ready to buy that house. 
So yes, I always talk about some of the things like a car payment or credit cards or paying off those different things because it ultimately, Dave, takes me to the bigger fish, which is being able to have no car payment, no credit card payments, money in the bank, a credit uh, credit score high where I want it to be, which makes the banks look at me and go, yeah, that's the guy we want. That's the loan we're going to sign. You can do the same thing. It starts with the phone call to Dan, 858-688-6813. Absolutely. When you're ready to buy that house, Brian Curry is your guy. Brian Curry, fantastic guy to talk to about the real estate market. Showed up on that video that he was day. awesome, was, was wasn't he? As well. All these advertisers that, that became friends of ours, we trust them. Not only are they just guys that promote the show, but they are friends for life. Brian's the guy you want. When you talk a huge investment about buying a house or selling a house, you want a guy that is in your corner. There's nobody better than Brian Curry when it comes to knowing the real estate market in San Diego County. So many people are curious to know what's going to happen in 2021. You make sure you call Brian Curry. He'll walk you through the process as well. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Yeah, I, I think, Dave, we saw it the other night, and it was such a great reminder when we were at our friend Shannon and Sean's house for your party, you walk into that house, you go, man, this just feels like a home, Yeah, right? It feels like a home. You go out, they have a gorgeous backyard. The kitchen's laid out perfectly. There's parking out front. The living room is where you go, God, this thing, for a Sunday for game days or whatever you're watching, you go, it's laid out perfectly. And so right now as you walk home every night, if you walk in and you go, I got to go outside. It makes me insane the guy to call is Brian Curry. And you say, Brian, you know what? Right now I'm living someplace, but it's not my perfect home. Help me find it. No matter what neighborhood. Dave mentioned it. Anywhere from uh, Escondido, if you want to go out. John Conniff says all the time, guys, it frustrates me that you don't promote East County enough. John, this is for you. Poway is beautiful. Uh, your wife knows it, meaning John's wife always says, God, I love East County. And John said, that's where I'm from. So if you want to live in East County and Poway or Sabre Springs, Brian can get you out there. But I just, uh, you walk in that door, Dave, the other night, you walk in this house and you go, man, this is a home. And if that's what you're looking for, nobody can get you in that home quicker than Brian Curry. Call him. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. You mentioned it on the video. I knew we'd forget somebody. Brian Curry's was great, yes. and uh, I appreciate Brian jumping in to help out. Absolutely. Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools. What did I tell you a week ago? We were freezing. We yep. know it's going to get hot. Hot as fuck. Here it comes. There you go. Hot as balls, and guess who's there coming to the rescue to build your brand new pool? It is Alan Taylor. Taylor May Pools. They're going to make it perfect for you. They're going to walk you through that process because you're going to choose it. And guess what? Your ideas are going to be great but not going to be perfect. And this is where Alan Taylor is going to walk you through the 3D design virtual tour and make it absolutely perfect for you. Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452. They're on Twitter at Teammate Pools. It's the Dave birthday special. Amy begged me with tears in her eyes. She said, we can do two of these. I said, two? We're doing 22. She said, what? And Alan's like, well, whatever the man says, we'll do it. Dave has mentioned for 30 years, sometimes in a fun way, other times a creepy way, that nobody impacted his life more than Nicole Ager. Now when your aunts and your uncles come over, when your mom and your sister come over, they're going to look at that backyard pool and they're going to say, you know what? What is that? 
and you're going to say, I'm glad I, I'm glad you asked. That's the Dave Palais birthday special that I got from TaylorMade Pools. I paid cash, and that is the Nicole Eggert Baywatch era pool. I think my buddy Manny is going to buy one. And your Aunt Lily's going to look at that and say, I'm going to tell you what, David. I think she's got a better ass than Pam Anderson. You're like, that's why I goddamn bought it, Aunt Lily. I didn't say it was the Pam Anderson pool, honey. I said it was the Nicole Eggert one. Now go get your swim cap on so I can kick you right in the pool. <laughs> Nothing better. It's the Dave Palais special. It's the first 22 of you that pay cash. Uh, for the ladies out there, the ladies are like, you know what? We want a pool. We got rid of our deadbeat husband. Because we hated how he voted in the election. We ran him out. Well, just because you mentioned it, it's the Dave Palais special. For the first four ladies that call it pay cash, it's the Alan Horton pool. <laughs> See Alan out there in his favorite Bose headphones with his spotter board? It'll be unbelievable. It'll be the talk of the neighborhood because we don't discriminate. So for the guys, it's the Nicole Eggert Baywatch era pool. And listen, I get it. It's a big investment. So call Alan and his team. They're going to do those 3D designs with the virtual tour. You're going to feel like Alan's right there hanging out with you. Or uh, Nicole Eggert. Either way, 619-449-4452. Oh, boy. Vera's out. I, I talked to Vera tonight. Yeah? She told me she hasn't been drinking or smoking in months. Well, sh why do you think I never talk about her? She's about as much fun as a stick. She said, she said to me. What a wet blanket. I said to her, I go, why? She goes, I had pneumonia. I don't know if I spelled it right. And then, How'd she spell it? Hang on. N-E-M. You no, know what? She did. She spelled it right, which is funny as shit. You How'd she do that? She right. can't spell anything. I don't, know, right? I don't know how the fuck she did it. So I said to her, Vera, if I was you, I'd start smoking again. Just do what makes you happy. Can you imagine watching her work a heater? Yeah. She wrote back, don't you care about my health? Yeah, don't you? <laughs> It's like, I can't win with you, Vera. You're exhausted. What is she drinking? Jack. She does not. What does she drink? Mike's Hard Lemonade? Dude, she, she's a beer person. Guarantee it. God she's damn. She's drinking beer. You know she's drinking beer out of a can and smoking heaters. <laughs> you know, what the hell happened? Wait, like, we're, what do you think is for dinner? Kentucky TV Fried dinner. Chicken? TV dinner yeah, from Swanson's. Yeah, she's having a Swanson Kentucky uh, ch Fried Chicken dinner is what she's doing. And she's so excited for Wednesday night, she saves that one that's got that little brownie in it. None of that apple crisp bullshit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Kyle Fluger. <laughs> That perfect website, we tell you, it's waiting for you all the time. Guess yeah. what? If you want to really make Kyle's day, you call him up and say, I want to start a Javi Baez fan club website. Because yeah. right now, I think Alan, I mean, Kyle is stroking out because Javi Baez is his guy. He's doing what? He's stroking out. He's well, going to freak out that his guy, Javi Baez, is about to get traded from the Cubs. <laughs> He's going to lose he his mind. not. I don't want him stroking out. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I'm a little nervous because my goddamn kids are pulling weird <laughs> shit up on <laughs> Maybe Kyle can hook uh, Jeff's kids up with a good blocker. I don't know what to say. Kyle's yeah. your guy, though, for that website. Honestly, man, does the best work in the business. And the best thing about Kyle, not only is he good at what he does, he gets on it right away. He doesn't hesitate. You call him, he'll, he'll help you out immediately. He's been great for us. And everybody we've recommended, everybody always calls and says, man, Kyle Pfluger is one of the best calls I made. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. 
so happy to announce tonight. It's been a while. We've taken a little time off during COVID, but uh, Kyle was sending me the other day. He goes, man, I don't know. I got the itchy finger. I need a new site. What do you think it is? And David's ironic. We just talked about it. Coming to a computer near you soon, www.veraunleash.com. <laughs> it's better than OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, my God. If she had an Only account. Oh, my God. How much could we make? Dude, there's something said on the show. I just get dizzy. I just like, thought I was going out. How long was I out? <laughs> <laughs> VeraUnleashed.com coming to you. Password protected. So nobody's stealing your, your whatever on that goddamn site. Um, hey, I'll say this. I got to give credit where credit's due. Remember I told you a couple of months back that I had ordered my kids the uh, Evil Knievel stunt yeah. cycle? Yeah. And I came back and I said I was really frustrated because the red part, what they call the energizer, fell apart. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I said on the show, I go, these fucking guys just ignored me, big time me. No, they did not. I sent another message. I just go, hey, let me send a follow-up message. Goddamn, Dave, they jumped on it, and I got messages and tracking and the whole thing. They were great. So I don't know what happened with the first one, but uh, they were really, really cool. So California Creations and their whole team, yeah. boy, they followed up, and they apologized, and they sent the whole thing. So I really appreciate that. And you, you got to look and go, hey, man, is that the level of customer service that we're offering? I'm going to tell you this, and I'm going to rip these guys right now. The worst customer service in all of San Diego's goes to Jerome's. My ex-wife bought a couch. The cushion got ruined, and it has been over a year. Wow. Over one year. And Jerome's has done nothing for her to replace that cushion. Uh, man, we bought beds from those guys multiple beds, multiple couches. Everything has been great to the past. Boy, did they whiff on this one. And so I just tell you the truth, man. They're, they have failed. And you have to look and go, word of mouth. You never know who's on the other side of the website, yep. right? You never know who's on the other side of that. And if my wife has had, uh, my ex-wife's had a horrible experience, I don't want any of you to do You go over, Dave. I told her. I go, your goddamn couch is like the elevator on Big Bang Theory. Like, it'll never be fixed. It's yeah. the missing cushion to the left. It's been that way for 14 fucking months, wow. and they make no effort to fix it at all. It's terrible. So I don't know. I don't – any of you in the market for a couch, I would highly advise you to go somewhere else because they just don't stand behind it. And numerous beds, like I said, beautiful couches in the past that were fine, but incredibly frustrating for them. And they couldn't seem less invested in trying to help her out. I go, do you hear? Do you get calls back? Do you get emails? She goes, no, they've completely ghosted me. They're not doing anything. Wow. So if your website is not performing up to per, uh, the level that you wanted to, I would highly recommend giving Kyle Fluger a call and making sure that it does. Absolutely. All right. So it, here, here's something interesting. We talk about businesses. Mm -hmm. A buddy of mine, great dad, always takes his son to Buffalo Bills games because that's his team. Dad's from Buffalo. Oh, wow. Okay? And you have friends that are Buffalo Bills fans. Yeah, Bills a couple fans of are them. outstanding. And he has gone to four different places in the last two years. Okay? Oh, my gosh. So yesterday he says, oh hey, my gosh. we're going to Arizona <laughs> to go see the Bills take on the Cardinals. <laughs> and, the, and the kid's all excited. How old is his son? 
The son is 16 years old. Okay. okay. And he has a, an older son that also played for me as well. But the 16-year-old son says, Coach, I'm not going to make it to practice. I'm going to Arizona yep. to see the Bills. Oh, and, my God. And so the way the <laughs> game goes, okay, is Buffalo scores at the end. Yes. And, and I'm like Diggs. I'm like texting him going. That's hey, an man, insane catch. His name is Josh. I go, Josh, I'm really happy for you. Great kid, great family. And then, obviously, we know how it ends up. Hail Mary, and they lose. God, and, he breaks like three tackles. And he literally writes to me right away. He was cool as hell. He says, Coach, it's okay. The Bills never disappoint to disappoint. Like, we're used to it. But he said, as soon as that happened, he goes, a fan right in front of him, Arizona fan, turned around and double birds the Jesus. Says, Fuck you, screams at this kid. Oh, my God. And I'm like, I know the kid. I know his dad. They aren't yeah. the ones to scream and celebrate for someone else. They're just father and son moment. Yeah. And I'm like, this is where the NFL fucks this up. Yeah. Because I, as a guy that used to be in an NFL season ticket holder at one yeah. point, I got into a crazy fight at a game once, and it was four guys against two. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't going after anyone. It just happened to be the Niners were playing better than the Raiders. Next yeah. Thing you know, we got jumped. That There was nothing to... Crazy. And you're going, how the hell does this fucking Bad happen? Bad shit, man. And so you go, hey, the NFL has an issue. Just like we, we talked a little bit about the NBA. The NBA has a major issue coming with nobody is loyal to a city anymore. As a yeah. fan base, we look at guys like Tony Gwynn, Mr. San Diego. Yeah. For me, Magic was L.A., Larry Birds. Sure. Uh, Boston, Michael Jordan was Chicago. The NBA players don't care about cities anymore. It's obviously their own brand. Mm. It's going to hurt the NBA, I think, down the line. But this is right here is you got people are actually buying tickets in a COVID yeah. era, and you got guys jumping in kids' faces. This goes around throughout the NFL all the time. You got a major problem with fan bases. And yeah. you and I have been in locker rooms. I got news for you. When that game's over, players are fucking Dave. shooting the shit with the other team. It's like fake wrestling. These guys, did, they're all friends with each other. Did you see the end of the Charger Dolphin game? And I wish I knew who this player was. I don't know the roster well enough. I believe it was number 71 for the Chargers. Okay. I mean, the gun goes off. The Dolphins win. Chargers lose again. And 71 in the next shot is right at Tua's hip with an aqua Dolphins jersey yeah. and a Sharpie. Yeah, it's Damian Square, who is a former is Alabama player. They're both Alabama guys, but they weren't there at the same time. See, I was wondering, like, is yeah. there an Alabama? But goddamn, yeah. you can't. It's you can't fourteen. Do it, you, you can't do it on the field like that. You got to do. You can't do it like that. Fans it's fourteen that. bucks to FedEx yeah. shit or yeah. twenty bucks, whatever. UPS yeah. pose, whoever. Yeah. God, that's a bad look, that's man. That's crazy, isn't it? It was a bad day for Herbert not to play well either because yeah. those were the two guys. Yeah. It's crazy. Two was three and zero. I mean, yeah. Fuck. And Herbert's playing great, but fuck, man. Tua looks pretty good. If you're Chris Ella right now, you're cloud nine. You, you are. And and even, I think, Dave, if you're a Charger fan, I mean, look, Drew Brees, Hall of Famer. Yeah. Drew Brees, rookie year, he was a disaster to the point that he got benched for, for Doug Flutie. Yeah. Uh, Rivers, his rookie year, had a few games that were just dogs. Troy Aikman, one in 15, right? I mean, yeah. it happens to guys. Herbert's been pretty solid. Yeah. I just I look at that whole team and that team is just a disaster. You it just is. you're just waiting for him to lose. Unbelievable. But uh but yeah, you see that and and the whole thing. No, Dave, I would take my kid to an NHL game anytime. We've gone to yeah, dozens of games. Dozens of games. Kings, ducks against yeah. each other and it's heated and amped up and it's an absolute blast. I've taken my kids to uh probably a dozen NBA games. Had an absolute blast. 
Same thing, baseball games. Man, I college football. We, we ended up being in the final game at uh, Qualcomm. And, uh, man, I just I, I just don't see a scenario. Maybe, maybe so five for a Rams game. But even last year at a Rams-Tampa game, yeah. there was garbage going on. Like, it's just, I don't know, man. Uh, that, it's, it's an issue. It has been for a long time. Hey, real quick, before you get to anything else, yeah. did you see the video that was posted today on social media from Aztec Stadium, the Aztec Stadium Twitter account? No. It's a drone footage, and it's flying over the stadium. So you can see how the parking lot's been completely dug up. Okay. But then they take you into the stadium, and it's pretty goddamn wild, man. You go over, and you start to see that rows of seats in Qualcomm Stadium have been cleared out. Wow. And it's like they're starting to like pile up down at the bottom. Wow. I just uh it's weird, right? We're all we're all excited for what's coming over there. But when you see it and you think back, you talked about Tony Gwynn or Junior, Rodney, LT, yeah. all of those guys, man. You look at that and you go, Wow. Like it's it's reality. It's all uh pretty crazy to see it. I mean, it's fun looking at the parking lot. But I think JoJo alluded to it. Wow, when you see the field and everything just being broken down and coming out of there, it's a, it catches you it a little strange. bit. Yeah, d- definitely strange, but cool to see. All right. Um, so uh, Friday night, I saw The King of Staten Island. Have you seen this movie? No, I told you my buddy's in it. Okay. Who, he's actually is he, is he he's in the movie. He's uh, he he's, one of Pete Davidson's friends? He's the father of the bride. He gives a toast. Jack Hamblin, he wears a suit. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, so he's doesn't he marry that girl? No, he doesn't. Oh, God, try not to break Jesus. that. Jesus, what's the matter with me? Yeah, my buddy Jack Hamblin from uh, San Diego High is in the movie. I'll pull up his pictures so okay. you can see him. Uh, not a fan of the movie. I was disappointed. Really? Yeah, it was too long. It dragged. You know, Marissa Tomei's in it. She was great, but it was like uh, Bill Burr's in it. Great. Yeah, uh, I like Pete Davidson. Root for him. You know, he has some issues. But yeah, I was kind of disappointed in the movie. I didn't know if you've seen it yet. No, you know, I've wanted to see it because uh, uh, a buddy of mine from high school is in it. Shit, dude. I, honestly, I don't remember. Yeah, he he's like the... Uh, I'll tell you, you who see he, the movie and then tell me what I missed. All right. Yeah, okay. he's the guy. But, um, but I wanted to see it. But it's like, where'd you end up seeing it? Fuck, Josh pulled it up. I think I paid for it. I think it was on DirecTV. I think yeah, we but paid it's like, like five bucks for it. Okay, because it had been like, um, it had been like twenty-two or twenty-four bucks to see it, and then you're like, ah, I don't know about if I want to go that deep to watch it. But uh, yeah, it was pretty cool that my buddy's in it, but just not that good. No, it wasn't wasn't that good. I was kind of, I, I don't know. I was disappointed in it, so I was just curious to know if you had a chance to see it. Am I crazy? It was just too. Uh, it was too, too long. It, it, it would just drag, man. Anyway, I thought it would be funnier. It wasn't exactly everything was funny. It was uh, things very sad, just like Pete Davidson's life. But um, it was, it, it was, it was, it was interesting, you know. And if you don't know Pete Davidson's story, he's a character on SNL who uh, whose dad died in nine eleven as a fireman. Well, I'll say this with all respect to my friend Jack Hamblin. As I uh, I look at the cast on Wikipedia and they list sixty eight goddamn people, I don't see him here. So don't feel uh, don't feel bad that you didn't immediately see him. But all of us that that grew up with him, uh, we're super excited to see. I'll see real quick if I can uh, tell you for anybody, just because 
We got a few San Diego people like my bud Tim Griffin and others that probably remember Jack. And if I can figure out who the fuck he was in this goddamn movie at some point, Jesus Christ, Jack. I do not remember a wedding. <laughs> That's funny that you said that. Yeah, he gave a toast. I thought they said there was a scene where he gave a toast. Was there a funeral? There was a graduation. Oh, that might be. Yeah, graduation. Fuck, he's not even listed here. I knew he was in it. I don't know what happened. Shit, maybe they cut him out of it. All right, so here we go. November 16th, Pete Davidson's. It's his birthday today. That's why I Oh, it okay, got it. So like he, it. He's the only one, November 16th, that is a, a big name. So uh, how old is Pete Davidson? Is he uh, 40? 27 years old. Are you kidding me? No, he's 27. God damn, I thought he'd been around longer than that. Okay, oh, here, Joanne's father. Okay. So whoever, who was Joanne? I think it was the sister's friend. Uh, and Joanne's mother. Let me see who. Oh, this chick right here, Joanne. Uh, God damn it! Who's this chick? <laughs> uh, God, you mother! All right. Well, that's who he plays. Okay. <laughs> um, twenty-seven. God. 27. Well, I was kind of doing multiple things. I probably wouldn't have gone forty, but I definitely would have gone thirty-five. Uh, I'm gonna say five million. Four million dollars. Very close. All right. Also, I, I literally wonder if Lauren Michaels doesn't fire him because he feels bad for him. Like, you know, because he's, he's unfortunately, been he's been through a lot. He's been, God, he's had right? a missed shows a bunch of times for rehabs, different yeah. things. I like Pete Davidson. He's cool. All right, here you go. November 17th, we're going to jump to because they're more exciting names. We're going to start with Rock Hudson. Fucking Rock Hudson. Man, oh man. Uh, Rock Hudson. Been dead a while, but I was trying to think of, like, how old was he when he died? I'm going to say he's uh, 102. He would have been 95. All right. How much was he worth? I think McMillan and wife? Yeah, Susan St. James. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Because um, I, I felt like he had done something. Man, when, when women love that guy. Yeah. And then. Uh, he didn't love them back. He didn't. <laughs> Um, six million. Ten million dollars would be worth twenty-three million today, but ten million when he died in nineteen eighty-five. Eighty-five. Wow. Rachel McAdams. Uh, I'm trying to think if we feel like she's cool or a pain in the ass. I think she's cool. All right, I like that. I can live with that. Rachel McAdams. Thirty-seven. Forty-two. No yeah, kidding. That one surprised me also. All right. Uh. Amazing in Wedding Crashers. Yes. Amazing in that movie. Um, I'm going to say she's worth $17 million. Man, you're really good. $16 million. Okay. Okay. RuPaul. Goddamn, Dave. Would you rather drive... Who would you rather drive to... to let's, where'd you, where did you and Josh drive to the other day? Riverside? Oh, fucking San Bernardino. San Bernardino. Would you rather drive with RuPaul or Gilbert Gottfried? <laughs> or Vera, I take Vera for both. Of them. Oh fuck yeah, I take Vera. It's gonna pay off. Oh my god, dude, Gilbert Gottfried, probably. Ah fuck, that's no a tough way, one. dude. I take RuPaul yeah, on that one. Yeah, probably RuPaul. You're right. Gilbert RuPaul's Godfrey pretty fucking funny. Um, RuPaul, fifty-seven, sixty, sixty. Okay, this thing I think is gonna surprise this us. This is gonna surprise you. I'm gonna say twenty-seven million, sixty million dollars. Shut up. He's worth more. He she. He's worth more than Rachel McAdams. How about that? Sixty fucking million dollars. He has some show, right? He's had yeah. a few. RuPaul's a had shows. a few shows. Yeah. All right. Last one. Danny DeVito. 
fucking Danny DeVito. My favorite Jack Nicholson story is DeVito. And he told this story, he said, when they were filming uh, Cuckoo's Nest, they went to a basketball game. And he said, nobody knew who any of the fucking rest of us were. We looked like all the Cuckoo's Nest guys. But Jack got us right down courtside. And he said, we're right down. We're like on the floor. And he said, the game starts, and they brought me this huge Coke. DeVito said, it's the biggest cup of Coke I've ever seen. And he said, the game starts, I get excited, and I kick the Coke, and it spills all over the floor. So they got to pause everything. Whistles are blowing. They're getting mops out there. Everybody's freaking out. Coaches and players are freaking out. And he said, Nicholson doesn't even blink and just goes, hey, Danny, you want another Coke? And he goes, yeah. Get D another Coke. <laughs> I was just like, that's the coolest fucking story, right? If that's you and me and goddamn Costa kicks it over, like, get the get up here. Get out of here. Go back to the top. Danny DeVito. Goddamn. He was, I mean, Dave, he was like, okay, let's do the math here. I'm going to say he's 78. Really close, 76. 76. And how much is he worth? Uh,. Uh, I'm laughing. Did you ever watch Mass Singer? No. Mass Singer is a pretty funny show. I heard it's a good show. Ken Jong is so goddamn funny on that show. But the other day, though, sometimes it's actors. I mean, it's been everybody from Wendy Williams to Mark Sanchez. The other day, it was Clint Black and Lisa Hartman, right? Yeah. But they have to guess who it is under the deal. Goddamn Ken Jong for Clint Black and Lisa Hartman goes, I know who that is. That's Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman. <laughs> and the Clint Black's under a mask, but you see him literally bend over at the waist like he's going to throw up. He's like, a fucking Grammy Award winner. And you just said I sing like Danny DeVito. You fucking asshole, Ken Jong. Uh, 76, and he's going to be worth... Uh, I'm gonna say he's worth uh, twenty-four million. Oh wow, man! I was gonna go like two hundred million because he produces so much shit. Oh shit! Okay, what's his Eight, number? Eighty million dollars. No kidding. Yeah, uh, eighty million bucks. He's so goddamn funny in Get Shorty, which is an underrated movie with James Gandolfini, uh, Travolta, and Devito, and uh, Dennis, whatever that other fucking guy's name is. He's so good. But DeVito's an actor, and he's trying to play a mafia guy. And Travolta's Chili Palmer, who's an actual guy. And so he's like, let me see your let me see your face. Let me see your tough face. So DeVito's going through this whole thing. He shows him his face, and Travolta's like, what are you, what are you sleepy? Are you hungry? What's that face telling me? And DeVito gets so pissed off. That's an underrated movie, but you'd like that yeah, one. Yeah, I've Get seen shorted. that one. I've seen it. Yeah. What are you, sleepy? What are you telling me there? You're hungry? I like the fact that he did, even though the movie wasn't a huge hit, but I like the fact that he did Man on the Moon to honor Andy Kaufman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah his guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hoffa, he did a bunch of things. Yeah. All right, here we go. Random questions for you. What are you more excited about this week, the NBA draft or NBA free agency? Uh, it's going to be eclipsed by tomorrow. One of the great things about working for Upper Deck is four times a year we're sent employee cards. The, our company makes unique cards just for us. 
And the last ones we got a couple of weeks back were hard-signed auto cards from Joe Burrow, uh, Jason Dominguez, and Wander Franco. And uh, there's an immense buzz in my office about what we're getting tomorrow. And I mean, I, I just... You know, Davey, we spent so many years working for radio stations yeah. that just basically spit in your eye every day. And you work for a company that's so goddamn nice to all of our employees. The funny thing is, I'm actually going to be in the office tomorrow, but the card's being sent via FedEx to my house. Oh, wow. So it'll be sitting at my house. All my buddies will see it first. So I'll tell you what. I got two things actually going tomorrow. Our employee card... I'm actually really, really interested. I got Barack Obama's book coming tomorrow. Oh, cool. And he tells, I kind of skipped over it, but he was told that on the day he was sworn in the first time that intelligence agencies had reason to believe that that the U.S. was under threat of a terrorist attack. And he tells the story about what he would have had to say to clear out 2 million people if something had happened on that day when he was sure. being sworn in. I remember that day very well because yeah. that's the day all of us got fired at iHeart because that's how iHeart did things. They waited until that day and then laid off 2,000 people across the country, uh, even including uh, Ruthie and Craig Elston, shockingly. Couldn't believe it. 2000, I mean, it really should have been 1,998 people laid off. But goddamn, they're like, well, whew, two grand's pretty clean. Guys, we have gone through this whole list. Who's left over there? Shh, nothing but Elston and Ruthie. They got to go, what? Are you out of your mind? But that's the decision they made. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just here to report the facts. Pros, pros. They took it so well. They did. Um... So get that book tomorrow, read that whole thing. And then uh, I think NBA, I mean, I'm a Wolves fan. Yeah, you're going for the draft, right? Yeah, I got to go for the draft. What are you excited about? I love the free agency. You like that trade, though? You like the Danny Green trade with Oklahoma? Love it. Oh, my God, dude. Love it. The Lakers are better right now than they were a month ago. Yeah. Oh, absolutely love it. I would like to see them bring back. My son's like, fuck Avery Bradley because he wouldn't play. I was hearing... uh, but Avery Bradley is getting pursued by the Bucks and by the Warriors. That's what then, Ramona Shelbourne was yeah. saying today. Big market and, for and him. They need either. And what Bradley about Dwight Howard? What do you do with him? I want Dwight Howard back too. Yeah, they said yeah. there's a big market yeah. for him. The Warriors are chasing him too. Yeah, I'd love to see Dwight Howard come back because they they won a championship. Dwight Howard proved everybody wrong. He deserves yeah. to be cheered by the NBA by the Laker fans. Well, he he rebuilt his his uh, his reputation. Yeah, his repu- and just his persona. Absolutely, not easy to do, man. Good for him. Absolutely. All right, two more for you. Who's your okay. all time favorite actor? Oh, I like that a lot. My all time favorite actor. Oh, that's funny. It, it feels like it should pop right into my head. I got to think about that. I mean, my kids and I are a little bit in a Will Ferrell phase right now yeah, where, I, where I brought them. Uh, they enjoyed seeing Tight Pants the yes. other day, the original with Jimmy Fallon, and they just thought that was unbelievable. And you then ever I, play, You ever show them the cowbell? I haven't shown them cowbell, but I showed them the other day, Get Off the Shed. Hey, guys, get off the shed. Get off the shed. <laughs> You've seen that one? Yes. It's insane. Who's your favorite actor? 
I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan. I always think of more serious stuff. Honestly, I think the best actor out there right now, which I would have never said to you before, I think I said on this on the show last show, was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I think is as good as anybody. Yeah, I liked him a lot. I thought Brad Pitt was outstanding. Yeah, Brad Pitt's oh, really good. You know what, Dave? I'll tell you right now who it is for me. It's uh, it's probably at this stage right now. It's probably no joke. It's probably Tom Cruise. Yeah, because that's where my money would have gone. He would have said Tom Cruise with uh, with Top Gun coming out and with two more Mission Impossible's coming out. Um, like I dig McConaughey. We watched it Time to Kill the other night. So great. Lincoln Lawyer. We watched. Right, I like McConaughey in a lot of things, um, but but Tom Cruise just for how much fun it is for me and my sons watching that. Man, I feel so bad for De Niro. I don't know what happened to him, but when you go back and and for me, look at Heat, right, Raging Bull, so many crazy movies that he was a part of. Taxi Driver kind of freaks me out. It's such yeah, a wild I'm movie. I'm not a Taxi Driver fan. But um, you see the Joker. Cape Fear, no. Okay, he's in the Joker. Uh, Cape Fear, he's Cape got... Cape Fear, I think, is his best movie. Oh, wow. Like, insanely wild, right? And yep. then you look at him here, and it's like, bad grandpa? What are you doing? Huh? What about Meet the Parents? Dude, Meet the Parents was pretty funny. He was pretty good in that. Casino, he was great. Oh, dude, right? Casino, yeah. he's dynamite. Yeah. Yeah, all right. All right, last question for you. If you had to do it all over again, career path, you can't choose radio, what would you be? Oh, I like that a lot. If it was not radio, where would we go? Uh, definitely something in the fight game. Okay. I would have done, uh, I probably would have done um, media for the fight game. I think there were a couple opportunities early on to get in. Well, the one chance I had, there might have been an opportunity to go work for Don King, which would have been insane in Florida, and I probably would have been fired within about a year <laughs> because he fired everybody. But then there was a couple of chances to go work for Top Rank, and it's amazing when you look at what Bob Arum's done. I mean, at that time, Bob Arum, he was already like 56, and you felt like he was ancient. And the other night, he almost got in a fight with uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission because it took him 25 minutes to declare a fight no contest after a headbutt broke a guy's orbital bone. And Bob, they asked Bob, they go, uh, they go, Bob, this is just, we can see you're frustrated. And, and how do you resolve this? He goes, how do you resolve it? You get the fuck out of Vegas. <laughs> and Bob was cool. Uh, that's what I think, Dave. I think something... Uh, Definitely in the fight game, combat sports. A couple of years doing that was incredibly fun. What would you have done? You know what? It would have been a school teacher, I think. Never thought I would say that, but I really Man. enjoy coaching. Yeah. And so uh, I think it's the closest thing to coaching. You mentioned all the time about good teachers, bad teachers. Yeah. Uh, certain things made your experience good, and certain people made it horrible. Man, I sure appreciate it. And, and I don't know. I would just say so many of us are parents. Man, make sure you – we always say check in on your friends. Yeah. Check in on your kids' teachers, man. They are under – it's so weird for them, and they, they're so used to personal interaction and being able to just read body language and talk with kids, the whole thing. And now you're looking at kids through a Zoom screen. And and here's the other one, too. Check in on your kids, man. No shit. Check in on your kids. Don't just assume – that everything is fine for them. They have not had the opportunity to get out and get a little crazy and run around and 
Do all those things that you should be doing, whether you're in elementary school, middle school. God, my heart breaks for anybody who is a senior or a junior in high school right now. Every age is tough. But I, I just think kids wrapping up their college, I mean, this is really impactful on them emotionally and mentally. Man, just check in on those kids and make sure uh, make sure they're doing good. You know, you said something really important. I think a lot of people just assume that they're doing good. It's okay to ask your kid yeah. how they're doing or just try and figure out what's going on. I will mm-hmm. say, say this on a really sad note. I'm lucky enough that I get a chance to coach kids between the ages of 8 and 18 right now, and especially at the high school level. Yeah. I've had five kids in the last year and a half who have attempted suicide. Nice. That's ridiculous. Yeah. All under the age 18. I, I, Dave, I say this all the time, and this is why I always emphasize checking on your friends. I, I say it, um, one of the craziest things to have, and, and my sons and I do it because it's a constant reminder on what's a good day for you is a bad day for somebody else. And at night, we're fascinated by this app that's the police scanner. It gives me so much more of an appreciation for Jim Bentoncourt and all our friends that, that wear the badge. Because there are so many good police officers out there that got you know, hit with the same paintbrush that because of what we saw with George Floyd or Breonna Taylor, that they're all awful and they're not. And you listen to these stories and it's crazy. But Dave, you're listening and it might be a guy selling weed at the laundromat of some you know, hotel circle motel. You're like, God damn, right? I got to tell you, you mentioned that in the last three weeks, I've heard two different people go off the Coronado Bridge and I heard somebody jump off the 94 the other night and they said he he jumped, he jumped and man, uh, suicide has had, I'll never be the same after, after what happened. Anybody who's been through it, Dave's been through it. It changes you in a way like it just takes you to a space where you've never been. But I, I mean, I hear that and my heart breaks and I think about the police officers and the first responders that go in, man, everybody, but, but yeah, Dave's right. I mean, kids check in on them, just check in on family. It's so different. We should all be getting ready to get together next week and do whatever makes your family right. But when you look at the amount of cases that continue to be diagnosed in san diego and reported today 1100 cases you're like fuck where are we what are we doing so yeah just check in on those that matter the most and hopefully we can all get through this together absolutely we'll be back wednesday night correct yep see you then all right 